What's up everyone and welcome to episode 71 of the Justin Insight podcast, a show where I, Tim Birkbeck, talk to people in the alternative music world and see what makes them tick. Now, regular listeners, don't worry, your Apple podcast isn't broken or anything. We are coming to you a day earlier than usual uh, because as you're listening to this, I will be en route to Bristol heading off to meet with a group of friends before we fly off to the Czech Republic for this year's Fluff Festival. Um, So that does mean that there will be a week with no episode next week, uh, as I won't be in the country, but I thought I'd get this one out there a bit earlier so you aren't going two weeks without my beautiful voice. Um, I am hoping to do, after the the reception of the uh, 2000 Trees review, podcast last week i'm looking to do a similar thing with fluff because there was a great reception to that and people seem to enjoy it so and there's going to be a massive group of us at fluff so i think it might be interesting to to hear all these different voices it might be manic but we'll find out um before we get into this week's guest as always i'll give you a little roundup of my week and when i say little i really mean little because as is becoming the norm when i'm at work that seems to be all i do during the week um but i did get to go see gary newman on friday which was was pretty rad i'm I'm not gonna lie um thoroughly impressed his music sounds a lot heavier live than it it does on record uh sort of like the pounding uh drums and the guitars uh mr newman himself more than happy to throw himself around the stage which was pretty cool uh, he's currently on this some mammoth run on tour promoting his new record Savage. Uh, so if you're into kind of that industrial electronic music sort of sound, I highly recommend going and check him out if you get the get the opportunity. Um, from my perspective, it's kind of like a, a more oh, well, it's not even poppy, but like a, I guess a less abrasive version of Ramstein is is a good way to say it, but like light show his presence everything was spectacular so yeah thoroughly enjoyed that and so that was pretty cool um on to this week's guests uh and it's the next episode in our series that was recorded at 2000 trees um we have kind of gone back to the old format a little bit just because uh i have multiple members of the band that we are featuring uh so this week i'm joined by alid and cj from the band dream state um now i only really came across these guys uh sort of the beginning of this year to be honest uh, but you can already tell that they're a band that are going to make a huge impact not just on sort of the the younger generation which they are doing but on people of of my age and, and they're sort of in this massive swirl of, of momentum at the moment um, their EP recovery while the subject matter is, is quite dark it, in places it's full of earworms like when I first heard it um, the song Help Myself got stuck in my head for about a week and I've just played it on repeat non-stop um, for those who don't know the EP is about vocalist CJ's uh, battle with addiction and uh, anxieties and how she dealt with that and how music has kind of helped her sort of push those things to the forefront and, and use them as a positive so to say and she is very she talks very openly about those those issues um, during the chat that we have obviously we talk about that ep uh, we talk about the unusual avenue that ali took into getting into alternative music um and as i mentioned how the band are becoming kind of a gateway for for younger music fans sort of going into that avenue of, of discovering alternative music um and and parents as cj says in the chat herself there's parents who've never been to a gig and they're coming to to see dream state for the first time um 
bit of a caveat going into this episode though uh, at 2000 Trees I only had a short allocated time with the people that I was interviewing so it does sort of seem through I'm rattling through things a little bit so apologize if if this does seem to fly by um, and also there is a bit of a background noise because obviously we're surrounded by music and stages and we're, we were in the media tent but there's obviously other media outlets there who are interviewing other bands so apologize I apologize now if you do kind of need to lean in and, and listen a bit more carefully to this week's episode but I hope you enjoy it regardless so please sit back uh, listen to my chat with Alid and CJ from Dream State and I'll see you on the other side Uh, CJ and Alid from Dream State after their set, well, a little while after their set here at 2000 Trees. Uh, how was the experience for you guys? Yeah, it was it's really good. good. It was a lot of fun, like it's a bucket list taking it off. It's yeah. Good. Yeah, we had a bit of a shaky first half, some technical issues from our, our side, but so, like, we, to be honest, we, we got like, there in the end. <laughs> you said it, and we obviously, it I think it's one of those things, because I've been to so many gigs, like, you see technical, like, proper technical faux pas, but you could tell there was something that you guys weren't quite happy about. Yeah, but, yeah. but from an audience point of view, it still it still sounded fine. Yeah. So I think even <laughs> thank if, you, you. if you hadn't said he's anything, being, you he's being it. too nice. He's being too nice. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. But we'll wake up for it another gig, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but um, in general, 2018's been a pretty nuts year for you guys. So, like, obviously from an outsider looking in, like you're everywhere. Your name's sort of one of the names that's touted out as being sort of like one of the must-see bands. So, what's it like to be on the other side, on the inside, of getting all that hype and praise. Yeah, it feels, it hasn't feels really, rad. It, well, it hasn't hit me yet. Like, it's, it's still pretty surreal for me. Like, I think it's, <laughs> yeah, it's it is pretty bonkers. surreal. We yeah. haven't had time to really absorb it all yet. Yeah. But uh, it's rad. Like, we can't thank everyone enough who does support us, even in the industry as well, yeah. and all our team. And yeah, it's amazing. It, feel, it feels good. It feels like we're almost whole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nearly there. <laughs> Well, as I said, the show's called Just an Insight, so I like to take my guests sort of back to their roots sort of thing. So, what kind of got you guys into alternative music to, to start with? So, Alan, if I start with you? Um, it was game soundtrack. So, uh, okay. I know GTA Vice City, I know that was an 80s yeah, best yeah, game, yeah. so like, they had a, a, a rock channel yes, on there. Yeah, yeah, like, I remember like, it fondly. That got me into, like, the, there was like Slayer on there, Megadeth, yeah. uh, Judas Priest were on there, like, this got me, that got me into like, the heavier stuff, and then Burnout Revenge as well, that had, um, yeah, yeah. That, like, Funeral uh, for Fred and Bullet were on there, come my kid, Tony Hawk's Pro Skate as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's the game's fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and CJ, what about yourself? Um, I just loved, I think I just loved music, my parents would be putting the radio on and stuff, and I'd just start singing, I was always singing. Yeah. So, from about six, five, six. Okay. Was there anything that kind of oh, oh, to, to alternative? Oh, right, yeah. Um, my, I had a very cool uncle that, okay. that came over and saw that I was getting saturated with just mainstream music, and right, he was like, okay. oh, oh, no, no, no. Here's some Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd. Here's the Masters. Now listen to these guys. And then I was like, yeah, that yeah. put me on the road to like the, listening to the, the good stuff. Well, that kind of follows into my next question. It's obviously the, the roles you play in the band. Obviously, you said they're singing since sort of you were six. Yeah. So, is that sort of musicality always been part of you that you've always wanted to yeah. to be a, a vocalist or is it just did yeah. it start off kind of singing in the shower and then yeah progress? well yeah I just started off singing like as a little girl does um, in fact we didn't really take it seriously 
until um, just had this random experience in a ch spiritualist church. Oh, wow, okay. Um, and this medium said to my mum, like, oh, you have to get her singing because she's going to do really well with it. My mum was like, well, she's really? she's not wrong. Well, yeah, this is what's weird, isn't it? <laughs> but she was like, you have to get her singing. It will, it will save her. It will be, be amazing for her and she has to do it. And I was like, okay. And then the, the, the guy, sorry, it was a male, um, phoned us the next day, managed to get our number. He's like, I know this is very strange yeah, that, that I'm ringing this you. This is quite weird. I'm sorry, but <laughs> apparently he had like some spiritual yeah, lessons. Yeah, like, yeah. I have to, I had to tell you, you need to get Charlotte singing. Are you going to do it? And my mum was like, yeah, okay. So she booked me like singing lessons from that moment on. So That's I'm, mental, isn't no, it? No, 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 no. <laughs> and Alan, for you, guitar, was that always the, the sort of instrument of choice or? Not really. Um, <laughs> I, I got grounded and oh, I, okay. I wasn't allowed to play the Xbox for a week and it was raining outside and there was a guitar in the corner though. Alright, I'll try to play some guitar, learn some nursery yeah. songs. Oh, this is alright, this is a bit of fun. Give it a go. Fair enough. And that was the creation of There we go. Well, we obviously put you in good stead because yeah. here you are. Um, and in time, before obviously we get to, to Dream State, what were you guys kind of like fair, like early sort of journeys into playing like live music? Obviously, were you in sort of early bands like yeah. what, yeah. what sort of bands were they similar to an early carnation of I used, to, I used to be in a in a Welsh indie band oh okay so we sang in Welsh oh wow yeah it was it was Quite good niche, <laughs> I mean the Welsh music scene is pretty cool um, yeah. it's very close-knit um, like everyone knew each other we we're always playing all the cool festivals oh, and stuff cool. um, then that was before we all went to uni so we kind of we all went to uni in different locations we split up then yeah it's a shame really because uh, it was a lot of fun. Well, not really because now you're here <laughs> with us. <laughs> As you say, yeah, is, it, is this a, is this it's a, a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think for me it was, um, I started doing acoustic gigs like uh, just like, um, oh my god what do you call it? like acoustic session? I just did like acoustic open yeah, mic, yeah. open mic nights <laughs> yeah. uh, to start with and then I was like, I made an all girl band, okay. um, female bassist, drummer, me. Um, which was terrible. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the name. <laughs> um, and then I went like yeah into indie bands then. Same okay. with me. Um, got a bit muso with the writing. I went to uni, indie pop kind of vibes. And I met these guys. Went back to the heart of metal. Got me through my teens. So. so was that where you guys all met at uni? No, um, I knew the drummer, Jammer. He met them all at Download. Oh, nice. So they all met at Download, and then Jam, they were all looking for a singer. Yeah. Jam all contacted me. Okay. So I knew him from college. Right, okay. Yeah. So had you met sort of Alad and stuff before that? Or no, no, just no? and the band. Yeah. Cool. So when you sort of first got together, was there kind of a, an idea in, in your guys' heads of what, what you wanted Dream State to sound like? or? No, we've evolved. I think we found ourselves yeah. like evolving. Like Me and Alad write a lot of it. and. Uh, I think we've just evolved together. I brought in my influences yeah. with their kind of influences, and then we just started working together a lot more and like all the time. And yeah. I said I want to. I want. I had a bit of a vision. I think for them it was just a lot of fun, but for me I was like I, I have a vision. Yeah, I, I yeah. want to take this off the ground. Yeah. Um, so style-wise, yeah, I think we just kind of we've evolved together from, especially from EP consequences. Oh, I think we've nailed it with this recent EP. Yeah, we've uh, nailed us. We found yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll evolve again, I'm sure. Um, but we'll keep to, true to us. Okay, yeah. So. And in terms, you said sort of like the, the different influences. What would you say the the two of you kind of bring to the table that is sort of maybe people think is polar opposites, but it works within the dream state world. What do you mean, like bands influences? Yeah, just like what if it, whether it's like oh or anything. Just is there anything that you think influences you particularly, CJ, that wouldn't necessarily influence Alid, but it works? Oh, probably I have a lot of pop 
I, I used to be upset if this is answering it right. Um, <laughs> I used to like be obsessed with the charts when I was younger. Okay. So I always wanted to be a songwriter. Right. Okay. And I wanted to get like that re- that number one song. You I, know? I guess that kind of makes get, sense as to why your songs are so earwormy then. But this so is it, the catchy little formula, isn't it? So I took, I think that vibe that these guys maybe not have, that's yeah. what I bought. I think that's what made us dream state, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Keeping that, the, I love that heaviness though. I've always wanted to be like, I want to boss it with like heavy riffs yeah. and screams, but have that sing-along part as well because yeah. everybody wants that. Yeah. And, and I really, um, I really like drum and bass. Okay, So cool. um, I write along songs in 180 BPM because it's got nice. that, that <laughs> Yeah. I just love that. that. Keeps you going. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I want to make everyone, yeah, it just makes everyone bounce and jump around and stuff. And I'll bring on to, to the EP because obviously it's the kind of talking point at the, at the moment. And the reception to it has been incredible. And you, obviously, you mentioned on stage today, CJ, that you're very open about the, the story behind it. And you've said in, in this interview, you've kind of had a, had a vision. So for you, kind of wearing your heart on the sleeve in that message. Was that a difficult thing for you? When we went viral, I was like, oh, I didn't expect to go yeah. viral. But it wasn't difficult because it helped me. Like, okay. it was therapy for me. And when I put it all into that song, I was so proud of it. And I was like, I'm glad I was honest. Yeah. And then when we went viral, I had people writing to me saying, oh, thank you, you're helping me get through my addictions and stuff. And yeah, I was like, I'm going to always be honest. I think if yeah. this is helping people, then yeah, hell yeah. But yeah, no, not an issue with me. I, I think it's all. I will, I've always been about, even since younger, being real. Yeah. This is who I am. You ever like it or you love it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's not really an issue. It wasn't hard for me to be honest. No. And because obviously the lyrics are quite sort of, they're quite raw. I think is the best way to describe them. So Ali, for for you guys that are doing sort of like the guitarists and stuff like that, when yeah. you kind of saw those lyrics for the first time, were you kind of aware of what was going on or? Um, they yeah. issues. Yeah, I knew Charlotte's a, a sensitive person. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but they, did they kind of come as a shock to how sort of like no, raw and no, Charlotte's always been um you've always been an open person, haven't you? Like you've always been an open, honest person, so it was like it's cool to hear it in songs. Yeah. And oh sorry, gone. No, I don't <laughs> I think I just burped. <laughs> Excuse me guys. That's, that's cool. <laughs> And, and in terms of kind of where you guys are at at the moment, like, I, I mean this in the most complimentary way that it can, but I kind of view you as a gateway band, like, in the fact that you appeal to people like me who are approaching their 30s, but you also appeal to a lot younger crowd. Yeah. And I think a lot of the people that were in front today were, were younger. People that I've seen when I've seen you guys before have been of a younger sort of generation. So do you feel that 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 you are able to bridge that sort of age gap because I know it sounds a bit weird but those feelings never go away and because you're someone that's talking to them but you've got those killer heavy riffs that you appeal to the the metal heads and stuff but you appeal to the young people that maybe not have found their identity yet sort of thing. yeah I think um, I th- want to be a positive like sort of like role model mm. um, to the younger generation um, yeah, sound wise. Yeah, we've had a lot. We have a lot of fans that come to our gigs that say we don't really listen to rock music, but we really like you guys. Which is cool. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, we're them on to rock. It's like we need more. We need the rock world needs more yeah, support. Yeah. So bring it on. Which I think, like, 
music industry used to have, you'd see like the use mixed with very much mainstream media. Yeah, yeah. Like those bands, they, they used to be quite a good mix, but this seems to lack that. But going back to your question though, um, yeah, I don't yes. know. <laughs> I'm trying to get, sorry, what was it again? Just like, yeah. the importance of sort of like being... Right, a tangent then. No, 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 tangents are absolutely fine. Just like, as I say, like, because with the, what you're talking about, obviously, as I've said, like, the riffs and stuff appeal to kind of like the heavier sort of spectrum of your, your fans. Yeah. But the, as you've mentioned, the hooks are kind of what draw the people in sort of yeah. thing. So is it, have you found that, as you mentioned, like people are kind of finding Dream State because they're kind of more interested in that sort of pop element, but then maybe going off and finding something that's maybe a bit heavier that they wouldn't have necessarily have listen to because of you guys yeah yeah so i think yeah i think we we've had a load of people say we've taken their gig virginities and they they're like we've never, <laughs> we've never been to a gig and thank you loads of them and they were like oh, we, we will do this now forever yeah. i need to go to more gigs we need to go experience this again yeah, yeah. so i think so yeah i think we have like influence like those lot like come into the dark side yeah. <laughs> so yeah hopefully those people go and check out even heavier bands then no, they turn into proper metalheads, or yeah, hopefully it'll be cool. <laughs> uh, in terms of kind of heavier bands, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the dates you did with Baby Metal. How how were they? They're amazing. What a great team. I, Baby I, Metal, lovely by the way. I still I still haven't seen them, and it, it pains me. That I it is seen like them it's yet. so theatrical. It's I love crazy. it. Like, they were literally the nicest the nicest people in the world. Their yeah, crew was amazing as well. Us. So like describe it for me. Do they? Do the like guitarists and drummer and that? Do they are they all covered up when they're playing? They wear um, yeah, they wear makeup and stuff. Yeah, they? they have face paint. Yeah, they? because obviously like they're not the front of they're the not, band. They're not none of us, but like they they be like it's like it's like Kiss. Really. Well, the whole right. the, the whole like baby metal is like a story. Like if you watch like their albums, it's all about following the the story of these like what like girl warriors. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Um, and they they play a part. Like obviously the one that's just died passed away. He was the one, wasn't he? They called him the one. Yeah, they follow like a weird, uh, weird story. I can't, I don't know exactly yeah. what, but yeah, they're all, they're like characters in a way. It's very okay. theatrical yeah, yeah. when you watch it. It's quite cool. Yeah. But for, for you guys, what was the, the kind of reaction like? Because obviously Baby Metal is, I think they are very niche, but at the same time, they appeal to everyone. Yeah, yeah. So what were their kind of fans' reception to, to you guys? I think it went down well. Um, there was a vast variety of fans. They had like um, people of all ages and stuff. Um, yeah, we went, I think we went down quite well because um, it's just following them on, on Reddit and stuff, and there's like a lot of comments on there, like saying, oh, that's cool. um, yeah, I really enjoyed us. We had one super fan, and uh, they re the super fan liked us, and oh, they have okay. so many followers that they ended up getting giving us like a they've given us our own subreddit. Yeah, give now, a little bit of boost. <laughs> yeah, they have. Yeah. They got us loads more fans. They're really sweet. So that's cool. And um, into um, whilst we're sort of on live performances. T today was a prime example, CJ, you're not afraid to sort of get involved in the crowd sort of thing. So yeah. is that kind of another element that you want to sort of bring to your bow that, because as you say, people do come to you and they, they, this might be their first experience of live music. So if they see uh, a female that is getting involved, sort of jumping in the crowd, crowd surfing, that it can't, I guess it kind of go, all goes back to that message of just be yourself and things just like that. Just be yourself, yeah, live, live. <laughs> yeah, don't hold back. You'll only regret it. You'll look back and be like, God, I wish I just 
did it. And yeah. I, I used to be like that. I like look back and I thought, oh, I don't want to have these thoughts anymore. So yeah. I'm just going to act like an idiot. But at least they'll remember me for it. You know? <laughs> so yeah, it's just about it's just not, fear is not real. You know, yeah. like I like to say, fear is like a false emotion, emotion appearing real. Okay, that's pretty cool. It's not real. Um, so get past that. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, EP came out this year. Massive reception. I don't want to leave pressure on you, but is there kind of already calls for you guys to do a full length? Oh yeah, we, that's coming. But um, oh, we but know did you want to sort of get this out to, to sort of test the waters first? Was that the the case? I think our label just like we just gotta get some music out there. <laughs> we weren't even in plan on doing an EP. I think. Oh okay. Just um, yeah, we, it, it was. We it had like an idea to put like a bunch of songs with like follow a story, right. my issues, yeah. recovery, and then our label like oh let's make it an EP. Yeah, because it would just be singles, I and mean, then just keep doing putting singles, singles out, out, singles yeah, out, yeah. and then we thought, just, just bundle it all together. And then, uh, yeah, then obviously we'll follow up with that with yeah. that. Cool. Um, and in terms of sort of ambitions for, for the band, obviously you've kind of mentioned on a personal level you want to be sort of a good role model and things like that, and obviously I think it's a bit of a silly question because all bands want to evolve and progress, but have you kind of seen, like, have you got a vision of where? Dream State would you'd like to see Dream State in a bigger picture sort of maybe not necessarily in yeah, terms yeah, of sort of like headlining but well, like well yeah no we've got to have that goal yeah. if we don't have it then well, I mean go with the flow anyway with yeah. life take every day as it comes put your stuff out there and see what comes back yeah yeah um, but yeah the goal is to you know be that band that uh, you know could be headline like a small one of the small stages of a big festival even a big stage one day <laughs> yeah. why not yeah. we got to in a non-ego way we've got to have that goal because yeah, I mean, something to work towards. Something it? to work towards, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Um, how I like to end these guys is to, to ask you what your favourite Dream State song is, but with a bit of a twist. So, what is your favourite Dream State song that you like to play live and why? So, I'll go to CJ first. Uh, White Lies, yeah. because it helps me internally with I, my battles every day. I was going to say, yeah. like, it might have been, did you get a little emotional today? Or I something? do, okay. yeah. It, re- it hits show. me hard. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. This is totally. She makes me cry. I. Go hand myself, hand up, me too. Like, yeah. I, I was, like, I don't know, like, there's just something in that song that, even if it's not necessary, like you say before, like, somebody can relate to it no matter what sort of thing. Yeah, I, I think people hear that I really mean it. I'll sing yeah. that song, like, I I sing all my songs, like, it's the last time I'm going to fucking sing it. Yeah. Um, but that one especially, that yeah. changed my life forever. So yeah. For a good, good, good way. <laughs> now look what about yourself? Um... Funnest song I play live is probably either Solace or um, or Help Myself because I play the rhythm on those songs, yeah. so uh, I get to actually. You get to do a bit of. I actually get yeah <laughs> as well. I get to actually dance in the songs because normally I'm tap dancing quite a lot on my pedal board. Right. Okay. So um, yeah, those two songs are kind of a bit more free and run around yeah. and stuff. Perfect, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. So there we have it, folks. A huge thank you again to CJ and Alid for taking some time out of their festival fun to have a chat with me. Uh, and in all honesty, I really do think these guys are going to go on to huge things. Um, and who knows, they might be playing the main stage at 2000 Trees in years to come. Um, once we actually stopped recording, uh, I spoke to CJ briefly about the fact that they're heading off on tour with the Amity Affliction uh, pretty soon. So I'll put all the, the tour dates where they're going to be uh, and obviously all the relevant social media links as usual in the description of this episode um, 
uh, as well as sorry. Also, a few days after the festival, uh, the band released the video for their latest single, New Waves, uh, which again I'll put in the link, uh, a link in the description of this episode. Uh, as mentioned at the top of the show, not going to be here next week, unfortunately. I know. I'm sorry. Don't cry about it too much. We will be back. Um, when we return, as I said, we'll either have a, a fluff fest review, depending on how that goes. Friends might be too hungover, or just want to enjoy the pool too much. We'll wait and see. If not, we will have the third instalment of our 2003 series uh, with the band Sick Joy from Brighton. Um, so yeah, that's that's it for this week. As always, thank you again for for stopping by and listening to the Justin Insight podcast, and I will see you soon. <laughs> <laughs>